Thank you, Red Revive, for giving me the stamina to run not three, but 4.34 miles this morning. But who's counting? Thank you, Red Revive, for helping me recover quickly from a seven-hour yoga teacher training class that had me twisting and turning in new and highly unusual ways. Hi, everybody. I'm Connie Bowman from Happy Healthy You. Red Revive is the new sponsor of our Happy Healthy You podcast, and I'm so excited to say that I'm a believer. Finally, there's an easy, healthy way to get all of the energy I need and a lot of other great stuff, too, that I always intend to work into my diet but don't seem to be able to on a regular basis. Great stuff like beets and turmeric, and it's all plant-based and organic. Just click the link in the show notes to get 30% off Red Revive and enhance your energy today. What are we going to do about fatigue? Hi, everybody. I'm Connie Bowman. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. And my guest today is known as the functional medicine doc. Dr. Carrie Drizga is going to help us all with feeling tired and fatigued. She is committed to helping her patients find the root cause of their health problems and and fix a cause with natural treatments so we can all feel normal again. She's been in private practice since 1996 and is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario, and that's in Ottawa, Ontario. She has a couple of doctoral degrees in chiropractic and naturopathic medicine, and training in lots of other things. And she's a speaker and an interviewer. And she's also the author of Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. That sounds so good, Dr. Carey. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, Connie. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Can we start with functional medicine? I think for some people who might not be familiar with that term, can you tell us what that's all about? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I get that question a lot when I'm doing these interviews. So functional medicine is uh, an emerging uh, paradigm in healthcare where we're basically looking at the body as a whole. Everything in your body really is connected. And functional medicine doctors really understand the intricacies between all of those different connections of how the brain is connected to the digestive tract, which is connected to the hormones, which is connected to detoxification. So I'd like to say find the cause, fix the cause so you can feel normal again. So find the cause is really about finding the root underlying cause of where that imbalance is coming from or, or where the fatigue is coming from. I know we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Once we find the cause, it's then to fix the cause. So functional medicine is not band-aid medicine like we know it today. So functional medicine is about really getting the body back into balance to fix where the problem is coming from. And we often use treatments that would involve diet changes, taking specific supplements or herbs, doing stress management, making sure you're getting the right amount of exercise and whatnot. So find the cause, fix the cause so that you can feel normal again and that your body is at a whole new level of health. So that's what functional medicine is in a nutshell. I love that it treats the whole person. I mean, that's that's really what I believe in as well. Where did functional medicine come about? How did it, how did it start and where? I, I actually don't know if it was just curious doctors who were not seeing the success with their patient's health Mm -hmm. and got tired of prescribing these band-aids and really wanted to get to the root cause. Mm. Yeah. I think maybe that was just it. 
That's awesome. That's really where we need to go now. Let's talk about fatigue because it's such a common problem. And especially in women, are you finding that you're seeing more and more people coming to you for fatigue? Absolutely. In fact, that's that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book. I had my own personal fatigue story, but within my private practice at Functional Medicine Ontario, I was seeing a lot of patients coming in, coming to see me with fatigue, and they had a kind of a similar story, Connie, where they would tell me they had gone to see their family doctor because they wanted to have some answers, and the family doctor ran some blood work, and the blood work came back normal. And the doctor kind of shrugged their shoulders and said something to the effect of, well, everything's normal. Maybe you need to take a vacation or, (laughs) well, everything's normal. Maybe you're starting a burnout and you need to take three months off of work or everything's normal. Maybe we should try you on an antidepressant. And so people are not stupid. They know something is wrong in their body and they want they want answers as to where the fatigue is coming from. And so they found their way to my office. And a lot of them learn, learn about functional medicine by reading articles online. If on my way to, to, to me, and, and that has helped spur the impetus for writing the book because honestly, people just want answers. Yeah. And how many of us have heard that? I have heard that from doctors before. Take a vacation. <laughs> Yeah, Which, it's like I don't it's want not a vacation. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can remember one patient in particular, Connie. She came to see me. She's in her mid 30s. She has two children, and the business that she has is a home based business where she does daycare out of her house of other small children. And the doctor didn't actually, this doctor didn't bother doing any blood work and just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of said, oh, you just need a vacation you need to stop working and just take a vacation. And I was like, are you kidding me? I ran blood work on her and I'm like, you're deficient in B12, you're deficient in vitamin D, you're deficient in iron. Mm, I mean, it's so condescending, so, much stuff. so <laughs> condescending when when we get that and so frustrating. Well, why don't we talk, I'm going to talk about your story in a little bit, but why don't we talk about some of the main causes of fatigue and um, yeah, what we can do about it. Okay, so in my book, I outline eight of the 14 that I found. So on the top of the list, the first one on the list is anemia, and that one should always be investigated. And that usually is looked at when a doctor runs some blood work. They're usually fine, you know, trying to check, is there an anemia there? So that's at the top of the list. The next one is thyroid problems. So anemia and thyroid problems are at the top of the list for a reason because they are the two most common causes of fatigue and the two most common things that doctors typically check for. Those tests come back as normal, even though further investigation should be done. Uh, and then the rest on my list, I just kind of put in no particular order. There's a cortisol imbalance, so how chronic stress affects our body. There is blood sugar imbalance, so how eating too many carbs at the wrong times of the day can have a huge impact on your blood sugar and then on your energy and then nutrient imbalances. So I gave you that um, example with that patient who I found three blatant nutrient imbalances, even though her doctor said, you just need to take a vacation. And then there's chronic infections. So many people have underlying infections like parasite infections, yeast overgrowth, 
too much bacteria living in their small intestine and that just is fueling this fatigue in their body. And then there's food allergies and sensitivities. I mean, I could, t- I could talk for an hour on food allergies and food mm, sensitivities. Yes, yeah. Um, you can be sensitive to some of the most healthy foods and sensitive to some of the most common foods that you're eating day in and day out. And that can fuel fatigue and brain chemistry imbalance, brain fog. And then the last time I listed I outline in the book is specifically talking about brain imbalance, because sometimes the root problem really is all in the head. And I kind of say that tongue in cheek, meaning that it is uh, an imbalance within the brain chemistry that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, neurotransmitters are huge. And we're finding all kinds of new information about that. Absolutely. That can affect the whole person. So you really have to be kind of a detective don't you, Dr. K, yeah. to get to the root of some of these things? Because I know when we go to the doctor and they tell us things like take a vacation, they've done the blood work and they feel like they've done their due diligence to look at things, but they haven't gone as deeply as you do. How do you go about uncovering some of the roots of fatigue with your patients? Oh, Connie, that's an important question. And I often uh, describe what I do with my patients when we're when we're sitting together on their first visit I often describe to them look my job is your doctor but really what that means is it's like a detective and the first few visits are really where all the detective work comes in and it's like it is like CSI trying to find the little clues that will solve the case and so the detective work starts by simply sitting down and taking a thorough history now, a lot of doctors out there, unfortunately, mainstream medicine, they have like five to 10 minutes to be with you. Right. And when I sit down with a patient, they've already filled out a 15-page application. So their initial visit forms are 15 pages long. That gives me a lot of information about their health. I sit down and take, for 45 minutes, we talk about their history. And from that, I'm getting clues as to where the fatigue is coming from. So... If I have a patient that says, you know, I have never been well since my last child was born, I know right there that they have an underlying problem with their hormones because their hormones just never bounce back. Or, you know, Dr. Carey, I was never well since uh, three years ago. So then I'll ask, well, what happened, you know, three years ago? Within six months of your fatigue starting, what happened? Well, I traveled to Mexico and I got really sick. Well, you probably have a parasite. So we know I have to investigate in that direction. So a lot of the clues come straight out of a patient's history. And then on top of that, I'll look at the blood work that their doctor has already performed. I'll usually run more blood work on top of that to fill in the gaps And then depending on the patient, sometimes we jump into testing their hormones, doing saliva testing. Sometimes we test for a hidden food food allergy or sensitivity. There's different ways to do that. Sometimes I'll jump in and we'll talk about doing stool testing to see what is living in their intestines. So a lot of it is exactly, as you said, Connie, a lot of detective work. Mm. I'm finding that people people are really interesting. I don't know if you found it that... In general, people are not very in touch with what's going on inside their bodies. In general, I would say. And um, some of these symptoms, until you actually go through your checklist, they may have gone unnoticed. Do you find that? Do you have any examples of that when people are going through your survey? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They'll usually my patients will tell me, wow, like this is the most thorough questionnaire I've ever figured out. And it, it took me a few days because I really had to think about it, Dr. Curie. I yeah. said, you know what, if I had to fill out my survey, I would have to think about it too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we just, we all, we are all just so busy right. that we don't clue in on some of these things. Right. Like how, like how often do you have a bowel movement? Some people don't really know because they've never sat down and thought about, do I poop every day or not? <laughs> That's an important consideration. <laughs> it is. Do you mind telling us a little bit about your story and how you were affected by fatigue? Personally? Oh, yes, Connie. I would love to share my story. So um, again, in my book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, I actually, I actually share my story in the book and I share um, four other cases from uh, my real, you know, real cases from my private practice, but my fatigue started, my story starts like this. I was 15 years into practice as a chiropractor, not happy, and decided to go back to school to become a naturopathic doctor because I knew that's really what I wanted to do. That was my passion in life. So I ended up moving from Canada to Chicago for two years, and I was on the most intense schedule that they could give me because I just wanted to get my degree and get back into practice full time. So Connie, I had this crazy schedule where I was in class 30 hours a week, plus exams, plus special projects. And I was flying back and forth to Canada to still try and maintain my private practice. And about six months in is when my fatigue started. And I knew that it was because of all of the stress that I was putting my body under and that it was just um, a little bit of, uh, you know, just, just got to suck it up and get through it and pay my dues. And just, I, on my calendar every day, I X'd off every day to just keep pushing through those two years. And then once I graduated and I took my board exams, I just thought, okay, now I just need some time to rest and my body will bounce back. And for about the next three months after graduation and passing boards, I slept about 10 hours every night and I took a two hour nap every day. And you know what? That did not fix my fatigue. Mm. And on top of that, I had tremendous brain fog and my memory was terrible. I had patients coming in and I could not remember their names. I could not remember why they were seeing me. Like I was really relying on all of the notes in my files which I had never had to do in my life. Mm. And I felt like I had adult ADD as well. Like I just couldn't get projects started. I start them, I dart to something else. So I was starting things, but never finishing anything. And so it was just, a, I was a mess. <laughs> so I started practicing functional medicine on myself, which doctors were not supposed to treat ourselves. <laughs> but you know what? I broke the rules. And I treated myself to really figure this out because I wanted to feel normal again. Sure. So I, I tested my adrenals and I tested my cortisol to see what all that stress did. And my cortisol was like a flat line. It was, I was in full on adrenal exhaustion. So I started treating that and I got a little bit more energy back. Then I went on a gluten-free diet, which I had been avoiding for about three years because I was just so terrified of doing a gluten-free diet. Finally, I did it. And I actually realized that it wasn't as hard as I thought. And, and again, my energy got a little bit better after that. I tested myself for a parasite and I found I had a parasite, which I probably got from one of my dogs. I have two basset hounds and they just, they love to just come up and lick me. 
And so I treated that and I got a little bit better again. And then the biggest thing that was the most life-changing was once I started addressing my brain chemistry directly using specific amino acids to help balance my serotonin and and dopamine. And once I figured that out, it was like within a week, my brain was back on track at 100%. It's hard to explain that feeling of just feeling like, wow, I'm back. Where did I go in my brain? And now, you know, I'm back. Like all the neurons were firing again. So was there a little depression with all of that? Because I think sometimes it manifests as that. Oh, that's a that's a good question. No, I don't think there was depression. I think there was frustration hmm. and just feeling um, it was a lot of mental fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were putting yourself through trying to do the fast track through school. And yeah, that's, that's a lot to take on at one time and try to get it get it all done and maintain a practice. Oh, my goodness. Doctor, <laughs> yeah, heal thyself. This, so when I speak to patients, <laughs> yeah. this comes up a lot. They go through a period of heavy stress in their life. Like for me, it was burning the candles at both ends totally. to get my degree. Yeah. But for another person, it might be they go through a tremendous stress of having to care for a, a sick loved one or having a loved one die or going through a separation and divorce. Like these are also... Sure tremendously um, stressful and the stress can be over and done with but the chemistry within your body is still in stress mode and it will be like that until you specifically sit down and work on it to fix it like you your hormones won't just automatically bounce back that's so interesting the body is such an amazing i mean it wants to heal itself but we have to provide it some optimal conditions i guess for that to happen you know, we talk about that on the podcast a lot. The wounded healers are the best healers. And and it was sort of fortuitous that you went through this yourself before you actually started working with your patients. So it's kind of cool. You know, when patients come to you, you know what they're dealing with. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Can you give some powerful, more powerful examples of, of healing that you've experienced with patients through this work? Oh, okay, so one of the stories that I talk about in the book is a patient of mine. She she had been seeing me for years uh, prior to me going back to school, and then she came back to see me. And she had uh, thyroid problems for years, fatigue, uh, terrible brain fog, and she was in a tremendous amount of chronic pain. So she finally came back to see me, and we were working together, and What finally, what hit the nail on the head for her was, because usually for patients, there's a lot of things going on. For her, the biggest thing was hidden food sensitivities. So I put her on an elimination diet, which basically means you eat a very clean diet for a period of time, and then you slowly add in foods one by one by one, and you just watch yourself to see what, uh, what symptoms does it trigger. And this this woman ended up finding about 10 foods very commonly found in her diet, like sugar and corn and yeast and wheat. I forget what all 10 were, but once she figured those foods out, her food sensitivities, and she stopped eating those foods, her pain was completely gone. Her fatigue was completely gone. Her energy was through the roof and her thyroid was functioning better than it had ever been. And I I like to tell her story because actually my husband is also a chiropractor and 
we've always had separate offices, Connie, which is why we're married now 19 years. <laughs> yeah. And his office is right next door to my office. And he also uh, sees this same patient. So uh, she, she told me the story of how she went to go see my husband, Dr. Ben. And he was like, oh, my God, what have you been doing? My gosh, your spine feels so much better. Like, what happened? And she said, oh, I saw your neighbor next door. <laughs> <laughs> and we figured out food sensitivities, and it completely changed her, completely. That's so cool. Yeah. And he's like, that's my girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so romantic. You have offices next door to each other. <laughs> so do you feel like functional medicine is really the future of medicine? I mean, I would be happy if it was. I do. I really do think it's the future because if if we're not addressing the root underlying cause, I mean, we can see that in medicine right now. The older we get, the more medications are prescribed. I have patients that come in with, you know, a bag full of 10 different medications, and then they have side effects for which they need more medications. So many. Yeah. And those medications never fix anything. Apart from something like antibiotics, the medications never truly fix anything. And so I really think that functional medicine is the future of medicine. Yeah, the, medi the medications that we're taking are just um, masking the symptoms and not really getting to the root of the problem, so... So if we want to find a functional medicine doctor, can you give us some tips for finding a good one? Oh, okay. So the leading organization is the Institute for Functional Medicine. And I think their website is functionalmedicine.org, but I'm not sure. So you'll have to double check that for me, Connie. Okay. okay um, that's yeah. Awesome. So the you can just do an internet search for Institute for Functional Medicine, and they have a find a doctor search where you can search locally and see who is in your area. And then it also shows their training levels as well. Great. So that is a great way. Good. That's a good resource. But if somebody's interested in working with you specifically or reading your book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, how can they find you and the book? Oh, okay. So um, one thing that I often get asked about is, Dr. Kerry, do you only see patients like locally and actually through the power of the internet and Skype and whatnot. I have patients in California and Kansas and I even had one come to see me from Cairo, Egypt. So wow. that's, that's one of the nice things too, is that if you don't live locally, I could still see you as a patient. So if you want to know more about me, the best website to go to would be my Dr. Carrie website, which is www.drcarri.com. And that's where you'll find my podcast, The Functional Medicine Radio Show, and my blog. You can get to my book from there. And pretty soon I'll have Dr. Carrie TV up and running. That's coming soon, as well as my Entrepreneurial Fatigue Home Course. Wow. So, drcarry.com, that's kind of like the best place to find me. And if you want to send me a, an email, you can do it directly through that website. Awesome. Wow, you've got a lot going on, Dr. Carry. Make sure you... I do. That's why I have to keep my energy <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I'm sure you're on top of it now. Well, if you guys are out there and you're listening and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, sorry, I just had to say that because that that's an old saying. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired... You can contact Dr. Carey. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I've been curious about functional medicine for a while, and I haven't talked to anyone on the podcast, so I appreciate you taking the time to educate us about this important new practice. Absolutely.
absolutely. Thank you for having me on, and it's it's been an honor to be interviewed by you. Oh, thank you so much. Hi, everybody. It's Connie Bowman, host of the weekly podcast, Happy Healthy You, where we talk about living lives that are whole in mind, body, and spirit. Our new sponsor for the podcast is Red Revive, and I have to tell you, I'm enjoying the results I'm getting after adding just a couple of tablespoons to my green smoothie in the morning. I've even gotten my family to try it. For more about Red Revive and 30% off your order, go to our Happy Healthy You Facebook page and click on the Red Revive video at the top left.